everyone to episode, as I smack wires around, <clears throat> episode 71 of the I'm Just Sad Show with yours truly, Tucson Whirler, Justin Whirley. The studio is a fucking mess. My wife decided to work up here the other day and uh, quite frankly, it's not to my liking, my, uh, my liking. But I'll get through it. I'll get through it. I'll work through it. I'll push through. Because that's what I do. Because I'm a man. Oh, How was everybody's weekend? We're doing a later show today, Monday. Because my Sunday was fucking ruined by the goddamn Philadelphia Eagles. Who were horrific. I'll repeat that. They were horrific on offense on Sunday. It was it was horrible. Sip a beer for the horrible offense. That Carson Wentz played the absolute worst football game that I've probably ever seen in my life from an Eagles quarterback. I cannot remember a worse game from an Eagles quarterback. Now we're taking out the. Kevin Cobbs of the world. We're taking, you know, he played like a down and a half and then got knocked out with a concussion for the fucking year. Like, I'm talking about the starting quarterback that started multiple games and was the guy to go. Like, the guy to go forward with the team. I I can't remember another start that was that bad. It was that bad. And... So I'm watching this game, and uh, my lovely wife is upstairs, and she's doing whatever she's doing on the TV upstairs while I fucking lose my goddamn shit down in the living room because I'm watching this dreck on TV, and uh, something happens with the remotes where her remote is suddenly changing my TV channels. And with everything going on, I lose my shit. I fucking flip out. I, I'm downstairs, and, I, and, and they're, like, actually driving down the field a little bit. It never led to anything because Carson Wentz played like shit and sucked a big fat cock that game. Not a big black cock like Fletcher Cox, but sucked a cock. And, and all of a sudden, the fucking channel changes. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? And then I see that it's Spotify. So I know it's her. I know she's trying to change her her track listing on Spotify. So immediately, because I'm mad at Carson Wentz, I fucking take my aggression out of my wife. And I go, what are you fucking changing the channel for? And then, of course, she goes, it was an accident. I must have pushed the wrong button. Well, fucking pay attention. Jesus Christ. The fucking game's on. You know, rational and everything. And uh, so not only did Carson Wentz ruin my Sunday, as I smack my uh, my, my windscreen, uh, he also ruined my wife's Sunday. At which point, uh, we didn't talk till today because I was a dick. So I will, I will say that I was a dick. But, but I blame Carson Wentz. 
I blame Carson Wentz and his shitty offensive play. He fucking he he eyeballs the goddamn receiver and, and wonders, well, oh, duh, I can't believe the defender knew where I was going with the ball. Well, you fucking stared at your receiver. And then another play, he shakes off a sack. The guy falls at his feet. And he stands there and holds the ball. The guy reaches up and fucking punches the ball out of his fucking arm. Hey, you just shook off a sack. That guy's not far behind. You might want to throw the fucking ball. Anyway. Anyway, I'm clearly over it. I'm clearly... (laughs) I'm clearly over the fact that they played that bad. And I don't know if people understand this, but when you you spend six days, uh, burp for the hot, spicy Asian stir fry that I just made. Uh, Could have been better. Not that, not that great. I'm missing something in there. But they, they they don't understand. You spend six days revving up. For this event. Because you have expectations. Your team is supposed to be... I mean, Christ, they, they preseason, they were they were predicted to be right there at the Super Bowl. They were predicted to be one of the teams that could play for, and if not win, the Super Bowl. And my quarterback can't complete a fucking pass now. And I'm not supposed to yell at my wife over that? I think I'm reasonable. I think that's a reasonable response. Oh, fucking Carson Wentz threw a pick. You know, you're a bitch, lady. I think that's fine, right? And that's right. <laughs> no, of course it's not. <clears throat> However, it's it's one of those things where I'm in a bad mood still from what I had to see because you invest so much. You invest so much, like. Right now, yeah, there's the Sixers going on, and there's the Flyers, and Sixers are a little bit underachieving, but they're doing okay. They're still, you know, top, you know, they're winning. Uh, Flyers are mostly winning, and then they'll have like a week where they suck. But the NFL, you get 16 games. That's all you get, 16 games to make the playoffs. Every year. It's not like the 82-game basketball season. And I believe the 82-game hockey season. The 165 games of uh, Major League Baseball. 165 or 162? Oh, now i got to look it up. With the Google. How many? I think it's 165. Games. What? Games. Games. In an MLB season, 165 or 162? 162. 162 games. You know, that's fucking ridiculous. But, you know, due to the record books, they'll never change that. So, it's one of those things where you only get 16 of these. And hopefully, during those 16 games, you can get some wins together and you can make fucking playoffs. Now, thank God, the Dallas fuck Cowboys. Cowboys fucking suck. Uh, Dak Prescott sucks. Ezekiel Elliott, Elliot, Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott sucks. However, they are in the fucking division lead right now. What are they? Are they? Not, are they five? Are they? What is their record? Uh, NFL East standings. Right now, the Cowboys. Of course, it goes AFC. 
NFC East standings. NFC. The Cowboys are six and five. The Eagles are five and six, which is fucking shit. By the way, fucking shit for both teams because they have the talent to be way better than they are. Uh, the Eagles, ugh, they have. Uh, well, I'll be honest with you, the, the, the Dallas defense only two ten points against. That's not. That's not bad. But uh, we can't score right now. We cannot score. So we got to figure something out. We got a couple shit games coming up. We got Miami next weekend, and uh, then we got the Giants and Redskins, and then uh, Dallas. And it's going to come down to that Dallas game because we should we because you know I play on that team. We should beat the uh, easily beat the Dolphins, uh, Giants, and Redskins. It shouldn't be a game. But man, what if it is? What you know? If we lose any of those games, it's over. It's done. You're not going to win at nine and seven, eight and eight. Fuck! You're not going to win the seven and nine. Ugh! 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 I say, oy vey, if you will. But yeah, that was my day. And that was my that was my Sunday night. And then, of course, I, 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 I drank all day long and fucking. You know, ate too much and drank too much and fucking just ruined my stomach for the night and up at midnight fucking feeling horrible and obviously getting very little sleep today and you know it's a it's a whole fucking process when the goddamn Eagles lose. I torture myself for sixteen weeks for this team. Anyway, <laughs> it's a really fucking stupid thing to do. But, you know, you're loyal. You have your loyal fan bases. And my wife puts up with my bullshit, thank God. Um, And it's my wrestling season, so I'm a coach. So she has to deal with that bullshit. She has to deal with my crazy anxiety. So I very much appreciate that. Uh, As I am not the... uh, I'm not the best husband or, uh, or life partner, if you will, right now. I have my shortcomings. I'm giving it a shot. But yeah, there's a lot of shit going on, and I'm probably a little bit of a piece of shit. I understand that. She understands that, and I appreciate her for understanding that. Um, anyway, this is episode 61 of this lovely show. I was just on another podcast. What the fuck is the name of that podcast? It's Spanish, but he did an English version. I'll post it somewhere when, when it actually comes out. I will post it on the Facebook page and on the Twitter page and on, uh, obviously, Justin Worley. On Twitter and the I'm Just Saying Show on Facebook. I think I'm the I'm Just Saying Show on Instagram. I always mix it up. I don't know. But just look up Justin Worley. I'm Just Saying Show. And all that kind of shit. The I'm Just Saying Show. You'll find us somewhere. Uh, I'm trying to get the C-Sharp interview to be taken off of 18 and over. Because I'm getting people that don't have YouTube accounts. That uh, are trying to watch it. And they cannot because they do not have a YouTube account. And because it's 18 and over, YouTube mandates that, hey, we want to make sure you're 18. So you need to have an account. Uh, I'm trying to get that changed. Because I think it was a fun interview. And I think uh, more people should be able to see it without having to get a fucking YouTube account. Just my own thoughts. My own opinions. Sip a beer for the opinionated man. Can Carson Wentz complete a fucking pass to an open receiver? Seriously. Fucking Miles Sanders was wide open in the flat. Okay, I'm done.
I'm done. I'm letting it go. Until after this podcast when I listen to the Doug Peterson press conferences. Oh, Billy Cosby in the news today. Shows no remorse. In first interview from prison. It's all a setup, he says. By the way, I bought my wife tampons on Sunday. In case anybody was wondering. And uh, when I went up to the counter, I had to fill a prescription when I was there. And when I went up to the counter, the woman goes, Okay, uh, just check, uh, no, if you uh, don't have any questions about anything when I went to pay. And I go, well, actually, I, uh, I have a couple questions. I, I'm not sure how these things work. She kind of looked at me funny. I go, well, I hear men can have their periods now these days, and I don't want to go into this unprepared. And she still didn't get it. She, she kind of stared at me. I go, no, seriously, like, if I get a period, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Am I going to bleed out my con? I need to be talked to here. But anyway, I didn't go into the expletives like I just said, but I, uh, I did ask for instructions. And they printed me a printout and, uh, and a diagram of the fallopian tubes. That's not where the tampon goes, so. Anyway, uh, Bill Cosby maintained his innocent while sp- innocence while speaking out from behind bars for the first time since his conviction of aggravated indecent assault. I was angry when I raped him. I wasn't happy. I was angry. Well, then that's aggravated. Uh, the disgraced comedian. Do we need to say that? Obviously. Spoke with Black Press, BlackPressUSA.com for a candid interview about his life behind bars. Cros- Crosby, Sydney. Uh, little Sydney Crosby action. Flyers. Penguins. Big rivalry. Uh, Cosby, 82, was unremorseful in his comments, maintaining his innocence and calling his entire trial and sentencing of three to ten years in prison into question. Three to ten years, he's 82. He's done. Well, maybe if he's... Uh, uh, Maybe he's, if he gets out in three, he'll have a couple days out in sunlight. I have eight years and nine months left. When I come up for parole, they're not going to hear me say that that I have remorse. I was there. I don't care what group of people come along and talk about this when they weren't there. They don't know. It's all set up. The whole jury thing. They were imposters, Crosby stated. He went on to recall that one juror was overheard saying at, saying before the trial, he's guilty. We can all go home now. Cosby's sentence came after a lengthy trial that resulted in one mistrial and an eventual guilty verdict over accusations from former Temple University employee Andrea Constad. He was found to have drugged and sexually assaulted Constad at his suburban Philadelphia home in 2004. 2004? Dr. Huxtable, you still need that pussy in 2004? You're old as fuck in 2004. Not like old, old as fuck, but old as fuck. Multiple women have come forward against the famed comedian with similar allegations of assault. Cosby's trial was heralded as the first major celebrity trial of the Me Too movement, which is a bullshit movement. I'm going to say it now. It's a bullshit movement. Do a little digging, people, before you get mad, before you get upset, before you get triggered. Look it up a little bit. There's a lot of women coming out with bullshit. 
Believe all women. Hashtag believe all women. Yeah, okay. Unless they're fucking wrong. Or lying. Or fucking making up a story to get fame for ten minutes. Cosby's... You know, Cosby, from what I hear from everyone, was a piece of shit, though. I'm not defending Bill Cosby here. He, He... From everything you read and hear, he drugged and raped women. I am absolutely not defending him. I'm just defending the fact that, hey, everybody called out for a sex crime is not fucking guilty of a sex crime. There's consensual interaction that after the fact people don't feel good about and then go, oh, I was coerced. Fuck off. You made a bad choice. That's how I feel about it. Uh, Cosby's reputation sank after comedian Hannibal Burris brought up the numerous sexual assault allegations against the comic in 2014. Since then, more than 60 women have come forward, Jesus, uh, with allegations against him. Cosby also spoke about his 84 to 92 sitcom, The Cosby Show, which many broadcasters pulled from the air and streaming services after women came forward against him. Cosby claims it's an example of those in power suppressing anything positive coming from the black community. Y'all, I fucking raped them in the game and nipples to be sleeping, but it wasn't only, it wasn't just a few of them, and I gave them some jello as they went out the door. And I like to rape women, I like it when they're sleeping, so they can't fight me back with my weird fucking eye that ain't really open. But there's a white eye, which is white and the devil, and then there's my regular eye, which works, which I don't put the contact in for the trial. So they'll think I'm sick and maybe they'll take it easy on me. So I can go out and rape them some more. And you know what I mean? No, Woody Joe. When the Cosby Show came on, uh, the Huxtables, uh, just think about it. Uh, da, da, da. While new shows were coming out, we had gone off the air. This was the worst time in the history of television. I remember hearing shows. Da, 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 ba, ba, ba. They did not like what the Cosby Show looked like for us. And many of us traded into it. Uh, not now. Look what has happened. They've taken everything that I've done, and swept it into a place where it should have, where it should not be shown. Uh, well, you raped some bitches, Bill. Hate to tell you. you. When you when you when you give them drugs and they fall asleep, and then you then you then you pump your pee pee in them until you make make goo. Guess what? That's called rape. Hate to tell you. Hate to tell you. Dennis Quaid, sixty-five. Defends the age gap. Oh, with the age gap uh, between himself and fiance Laura Savoy, 26. I can't even get angry, he says. The actor opened up to The Guardian on Monday about facing criticism for dating a younger woman. That was really a laugh, the 65-year-old told the outlet. I thought it was wonderful, actually. The Parent Trap star said that he and Savoy... 26 are taking uh, the commentary person aren't taking the commentary personally. No, it really doesn't bother us. Everyone comes to the perspective of their own life, and uh, so I can't comment on the way they feel. I can't even get angry. Let me tell you something, Dennis Quaid. If you look up this broad, look up this broad. What's her name? Savoy. What's uh, Laura Savoy? He's Dennis Quaid is 65 in good shape. In good shape for a 65-year-old man. Actually, in good shape for a fucking dude in general. And he's fucking this 26-year-old heavy-titted fucking blonde 
who's probably sucking his dick goddamn dry every fucking second of the day. Yeah, she's probably in it for the fucking money, and he's 65, so she's maybe got 10 to 15 years of marriage, and then she's fucking rich as fuck. Yeah. I don't blame either one of them. Have a good fucking time. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Please each other. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great time. I didn't go out looking for an age gap or someone really younger than me. Quaid explained. I met her at a business event. And then the... Uh, at a business event. Yeah, they were bringing these whores around. And then I fucked her. And I came inside a truck. And then she said, Oh, goosh, goosh, goosh. Let me squirt on your cock. And uh, by the way, you want a date or something? Maybe go to Starbucks. Huh? I think that's what she said. Wanna go to In-N-Out Burger like you went in and out of my cut? Anyway, you have no control over who you fall in love with. I come in lots of broads. That's not what he said. I don't fall in love easily, but I can't let what few people think control that. I've been married three times. That tells me, sir, you fall in love easily, you fucking lying bastard. If you get married, if you, okay, being in three relationships and being in three relationships which you think are marriage worthy, you fall in love a lot. That's what you do. You're 65. You've been in three relationships where you've gotten married. That's not some guy that goes, oh, I'm, uh, I like to be single. No, you're lonely and you're a man. You miss people and all that shit. He married Meg Ryan. How about that? And then who's this broad? He married, uh, I don't know, some slut. All right, Dennis Quaid. Atta boy. Keeping it up for your... Uh, sip a beer for Dennis Quaid for fucking a 26-year-old. And a boy, Dennis. So clap. And last, and probably least, don't wash your Thanksgiving turkey this year. No, only unwashed turkey. Only unwashed, dirty, pussy turkey. Is there such a... <laughs> can you get a... Can you get a... Do they only kill the male turkeys? On like a turkey farm. Do they only kill the male turkeys? Can you get a packaged turkey pussy? <laughs> Can you get a packaged turkey pussy? Like, what if a guy's like, I want to kind of, kind of want to fuck a turkey. Could you get, could you order a turkey pussy? And have it like, have it like, uh, taxidermied so it's like not going to get all kind of shit all over the place. Put a little, put a little, uh. Felt on the inside or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, grocery shopping and recipe participations, and by participations I meant preparations, may be well underway ahead of Thanksgiving. But several health agencies have banded together to deliver one clear rule before the hol- holiday. Do not, motherfucker, wash your turkey before cooking it. You can't wash off bacteria with water. And rinsing out the turkey risks splashing its juices all over the sink. Amy Keating, a consumer reports nutritionist, said, I have read that before. I have read that before. It just splashes the bacteria everywhere. However, I do do rinse out the birds just to, I rinse my bird out. I fucking whip my bird out in front of some broads. And I fucking show my bird, you know. Uh, But I, uh. I do wash it out to get the blood and all the other garbage out. But now, here's here's how you avoid doing any of that. You spatchcock it. 
you cut the backbone out, break the breastbone a little bit, and you cook it flat. That's how you, that's, that's how you do it now. Unless you're going to deep fry, then it really doesn't fucking matter. Uh, experts instead recommend opening the plastic wrap and draining any liquid into the sink before throwing the packaging out. Uh, according to USCDA's food, da, 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 washing raw poultry and even beef, pork, lamb reveal. Well, you don't wash beef and pork. Uh, before cooking is not recommended because bacteria in the raw meat and juices can spread to other foods, utensils, and service and surfaces. I'll be honest with you. All right, we're done here, by the way. But I will be honest with you. These, these, uh, what are the, what are the regulations? The cross-contamination and all that bullshit is exactly what I just said. 90% of the time, it's bullshit. Now, obviously, you don't want to take a chicken breast, cut it up, a raw chicken breast, cut it up on a fucking cutting board, and then cut up a finished steak or something on the same cutting board. You will get sick. You will get very sick. But there are certain things like, I don't know. Look, I, I, I don't know. I made a horrible example there because I didn't have an example. But there's just things that aren't that serious when it comes to cross-contamination. Oh, you set this here and you had that there and you had your hand here. You washed it off. You had it here. Like, there's a lot of little cooking things that don't fucking matter because you're going to cook the fucking shit out of stuff. Like, right now, I'm still slow slow boiling my fucking, uh, my Asian stir-fry because there's too much liquid in it and it needs to be done. It needs to uh, evaporate a little more. So I've been up here doing a podcast this whole time. And you know what? I'm not worried about it. Although it not, has nothing to do with cross-contamination. Yes, I get that. But still, I wouldn't worry about it. Anyway, that's the show this week. It is going to be Thanksgiving in a couple days. I hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. Carson Wentz, my, I am grateful. I am great. Here's what I'm grateful for. Thankful, I think is what I'm supposed to be saying. I'm thankful for the fact that I have faith that Carson Wentz will go 3-0. and Well, what is this good? Let me just make sure I got this correct. Carson. Philadelphia Eagles schedule. They have the Dolphins, Redskins, Giants, and then Cowboys. Fucking piece of shit. I love how it does that when he can't vote. Uh, yeah, they have the... Uh, the Dolphins. They have the Giants. They have the Redskins. And then they have the Cowboys. If I could actually scroll. But this fucking page is being gay AF. Um... I, I, if, I am thankful for the faith that I have in the Philadelphia Eagles, the faith that I have in Carson Wentz, the faith that I have in Doug Peterson to go 5-0 and at the end of this season and fucking make the playoffs, win the division at 10-6, and and make a run. That And Deshaun Jackson comes back late in the year, spreads, helps us uh, open up the field, gets us a deep threat, and we make a run in the playoffs because we'll be a different team than anybody's all in, in the entire league has seen. Since week one, when D-Jax caught two deep balls for touchdowns, and we will be able to be that offense again in the playoffs. You heard it here first, if not second, third, or fourth. You heard it somewhere on this show. I love you all. Thank you very much for listening. Download the show on Launchpad. 
Have a great night. Sorry for the late show, and I'll see you next week. Later! Let's get to the bottom of it I'm just saying Don't you take it personally I'm just saying Don't get upset Let's get to the bottom of it I'm just saying